0: We have our Community Stories segment where we talk about things happening in the community, things going on, things you might want to get involved with. And our feature today is about Habitat for Humanity of South Central Minnesota. And with me this morning, I've got Kathy Kaliski, who is one of the fabulous volunteers with the organization. And I have Julianne Wierspa, who is a development manager with Habitat for Humanity. Good morning, ladies. Hello. Good morning. So Kathy, you're a volunteer. Yes and i know julianne has just started with habitat for humanity so you're pretty new
1: yeah it's been about a month i've been with them
0: oh boy i assume that you're up to speed and you know about them because obviously you they hired you so (laughs) (laughs) but it's a it's a time now you've got uh the get on the beam fundraiser going and uh, let's talk a little bit before we get into that talk about habitat for humanity where it's at here. It's called South Central Minnesota and what it does.
1: Yeah. So at Habitat for Humanity, um, our passion is building affordable housing. And so um, we partner with families in the, our five county area and, and to build Simple, decent, affordable homes, I think that's something, especially right now, we're super aware of is the lack of housing the lack of home ownership um, opportunities. So we, families partner with us to build these houses um, and with the community to kind of come alongside them and support them through the process.
0: Now, as far as the area, you said five counties, and those include Sibley, Nicollet, Lesseur, Blue Earth, and Wanton How many habitat homes have been built in the past? I don't know how long it's been in existence, but do you know how
1: many habitat homes we have in this area? Yeah, we've served about 13 communities in that five-county area, and we've um, built about 100 houses. um, Since... Yeah, 145 houses <laughs> since the 70s. Okay. Yeah, so it's been around for a while. And we've served about 600 individuals in that time.
0: Have things changed because COVID came along? I don't know if things slowed down or if they stopped. And are they back up to speed or what's happening?
1: Yeah, it didn't slow down too much. Oh. A lot of the houses were... it. The process can take a year to two years, so a lot of the homes were already in the process when COVID came. But a challenge, I think, that most people are aware of is the rising cost of building homes. Oh, bingo,
0: you're telling me. Right. We're doing some remodeling, and it's just
1: tremendous. So how how is that working now? Yeah, as an organization and Habitat for Humanity as a whole is definitely focused on how to deal with that how to move forward and still serve the same amount of people Um, and a new area that we've been working on is home repairs and home preservation projects uh, for those families that own homes but are at risk of losing that stability that home ownership provides.
0: So what is going on now in terms of number of communities you're working in, number of houses you're building?
1: Yes, we have a home in Mapleton um, going up. We have a home in Mankato and Lesur and New Prague right now. Those are the projects.
0: When you say going up, are we talking new construction or are we talking uh, renovating older mm-hmm structure.
1: Yeah, yeah. All three of them are new homes going out from from the ground up. And then one was a donated home that someone had donated and we're moving to Mapleton for oh, a family. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. And so how does that work? How does a family qualify
0: to get into a Habitat for Humanity home?
1: Yeah, it's um, there is criteria. Um, the first is willingness to partner. A family has to be willing to put in the time and the effort. And as you know, come along with their community um, to partner with Habitat, and also ability to pay. There is a mortgage that families pay, um, but it is an affordable mortgage. Uh, so, so a maybe lo- less than rent might be even. Oh yes, less than rent, um, so that families can get into homes, and um, there's no down payment necessary. But families have to put in sweat equity hours to actually build the home with our construction manager. Uh, so there is, it's very tailored to the family but there are criteria that we look at and so there is interview process and an application process.
0: Is there a, a cycle for that so our people can apply now or is there a certain season or is it anytime?
1: Yeah um, people can apply anytime um, so homes are built when a family has been selected um, but right now the home that was donated in Mapleton is empty and does not have a family oh so so. if anyone listening knows of <laughs> someone in Mapleton that is looking needs an affordable home, they should check us out. Okay, so so searching for someone who is in need of an affordable
0: home, that's yeah. it, that's really cool. I, I always thought they had to have the family first and then you...
1: <laughs> yeah, that's normally how the process goes, but uh, with this donated home, it was just there. And so oh. we accepted it and we we're like, a family will come, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, build it and they will come. Right, yeah. that's what they say. <laughs> Before we uh, got on the air and were chatting, you said one of the issues you're having now is getting enough volunteers to build these homes, because obviously the family does their share of sweat equity, but in order to do this, it's a community organization, Mm -hmm. and you need community to do that, so... How is that going? What's going on? with
1: Yeah, we love to have volunteers come and help with construction um, because we view the whole process as a way for community to form, for these new homeowners to be part of community because that's so important for the health of the family. Uh, So we look for that. And we also we do have the restore here in Mankato that requires a lot of volunteer work um, and that the profits from that go directly to the organization and building homes for future families. Uh, so those are the two areas that volunteers can help with uh, and you know with COVID things slowed down and people couldn't get out um, so I think that's an area in the community we're all ready to start getting out there and start volunteering again.
0: And the Restore is Let's see. Is that on Bassett Drive? That
1: is, yes.
0: And how is that going? Because I know we have donated a number of things over the years. You know, you're doing remodeling or mm-hmm. things, and maybe some things don't like. Right now, we're just doing some siding and have some shutters and things we're not going to use anymore. Going to put them there and. We brought other things there. So, how many people do you need to work that? Then it's mostly volunteers.
1: Um, a lot of it is very much volunteer based. We do have, you know, some people that work there um, to keep the doors open all the time. But a lot of volunteers are required to go through all those donations and get them priced and out on the floor. Uh, and it's, you know, the restore is a great place in the community for just anyone to go shop and find, you know, building materials and kind of be part of that sustainability and you know, recycling those materials.
0: I know that we got gardening things, too, because I've been there sometimes. I mean, you could get a toilet, you can get a sink. I mean, literally everything... Including the kitchen sink.
1: <laughs> yeah, anything on your, in your house, outside your house, we got, yeah. <laughs> right, and so you're still, you,
0: people can just bring it there anytime. Are there anything you specifically hope people bring and that maybe you don't want them to bring to the three store?
1: Um, we do have a list of some, you know, sometimes we get a lot of donations of one thing and we'll have to not accept for a while. So we do have a list on our website of those things, but we accept okay. donations anytime and we also do pickups. So if someone has a whole bunch of material, they can call and we can pick it up for them if they're not able to bring it in. Good to
0: know. And now, Kathy, you've been a volunteer with Habitat for Humanity for how long? I'm trying
2: to think when I would have done, helped with the first event. I want to say in the mid-90s. Okay, so you've been involved a long, long <laughs> and time. And I can't say it's every year. It's, well, just, you know, yeah, depending yeah. on what was going on, you know, in my life. But uh, there was a, a group of people that when when something, so when some event was coming up, I would just call and say, do you need any extra help? And they'd find a place for me. So what encouraged you to become involved specifically with Habitat for Humanity? <sighs> I think I belonged to a service organization where we initially okay. did some stuff for Habitat, and then I just kind of continued it on my own. Um, one of that that my the group I belonged to, we actually would help when there would be the um, when the family was for is first is ready to move into the house. They hold an open house and a, mm-hmm. like a, and it's usually people bring food and. Almost like a little party before yeah. they can move in to celebrate the fact that they're going to move into this really beautiful house, you know. And we would, my group would, would bring some of the food for the people to enjoy, Eat. and then now. What happens is the families that already have Habitat houses often contribute that food. And, oh, there's some great food. (laughs) (laughs) Like
0: like a potluck. Any potluck is always something great. (laughs) Well, so, Kathy, the the thing you mentioned that I think will be interesting to some people is when I think Habitat for Humanity volunteer, I think I'm going to be out there with a hammer and nails. But there are so many other opportunities to volunteer that maybe you don't feel comfortable operating a hammer and a nail or you can't or for whatever reason. That is
2: exactly right. And some of those have to do with um, the committees that they have um, for, like, choosing the potential homeowners, you know, the people that apply. Someone has to go through those applications. There's also a position where and then each of those applicants, if they do get chosen, they have to attend a financial Workshop mm-hmm. and and know that they're they're going to learn how to budget their money, money management. And okay, that's volunteers that put mm-hmm. that on. Okay, there are um, then these special events we hold throughout the year. There's um, an, an event called. She nailed it, or um, which is they have groups of women coming to help construct, but putting that event together that takes time, making sure there's food to feed them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that um, and then uh, what's one of the other bigger events they held? Hold every year.
0: Well, I know um, that the even people might need help with landscaping, because I know some of my master gardener friends have been involved with that.
2: Absolutely. So you can say, okay, right before this house is ready to, for the family to move in, then I can come help with the, the outdoor. Mm-hmm. Or Heck, they just need people just to help clean up, you know, right before the family moves in. So yeah, you don't have to really have construction experience, but they also teach you. So like just with this women's build, um, th- those groups of ladies come and Mike, the construction manager, says, "Okay, here's a two by four. You need to hold it right here. Here's a nail gun. Here's how to, you know, and you're you, you're learning some skills. Sure. Oh yeah,
0: I bet
1: <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So how many houses you just say they're building right now currently? Uh, we have three houses being built and one that's already been built. And mm-hmm. so what sort of help
0: do you need now? You mentioned needing volunteers. Is is it for the building part or is it for these other things that Kathy was mentioning? Maybe the whether it's cleanup or other things.
1: Yeah, uh, there's always a need somewhere. Um, So it's very much a volunteer comes to us and we're like, you know, what do you want to do, what you're passionate about? And we find places um, that are helpful for us and them. So a lot of events this summer and fall will be busy with events. uh, And so there's a lot of work that goes into those, um, as well as construction and the restore and those, you know, financial literacy classes and committees.
0: Does the organization Habitat for Humanity work with the construction department here at Minnesota State? I mean, that would be a re- great experience for some of those majoring in construction, for example.
1: Uh, we do have some, we've done some internships with okay. with the school um, and some volunteers. Uh, we do partner with St. Peter High School and they do a house build. Uh, oh. So there we do partner with some schools in that area to for students kind of learn those skills.
0: I know your latest thing event is going on now it's that Habitat for Humanity of South Central Minnesota's Get on the Beam and I think Kathy is kind of uh, heading that up Mm -hmm. and it's a great way to help raise funds for the mission of building homes.
2: Correct so I'll tell you a little bit how what how we're doing it and that we really want more people to sign up to participate in this event so we have had um, we've gotten two by four studs you know just like Mm -hmm. what you use for building inside of a house Um, and they've been donated by Lloyd Lumber and Builders First Source and we take those and we've devised these little donation boxes that we attach to that and um, some of our participants this year are churches couple of the bigger office is like accounting firms things like that um, we you know you can even be a retailer and have the beam somewhere you just have to make sure nobody walks away with it <laughs> with the money attached but um, and we just ask people to donate into the little donation box you know spare change dollar bills you know write a check whatever works for you and then there's a pen that you can actually write your name on the beam. And these beams then will become part of a house that's being built. So I know gonna, my name is really on
0: several beams there in a number go. of houses because <laughs> KMSU used to always get, Sally Coombs used to bring in the beam and... We would write our names on it and uh, put KMSU. And, of course, most of the times it's going to be behind drywall. But someday if somebody yeah, exactly. goes behind there, like, they'll hey, say,
2: hey, who are this? these people? <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: So that's, it's kind of a neat deal. So you want to get more of those two by four studs out into the community. So obviously people can put more Correct. dollars to do. Is it a, a pretty big fundraiser? I mean, is this a lot of what you get or is it just kind of a more awareness type of thing?
2: Um, For this year, it's probably going to be mostly awareness, just to kind of get Habitat at the top of people's heads again, because like you said, there is so much competition right now for fundraising for all kinds of causes, and we understand that. But this year, we're going to run it essentially from mid-April to mid-May. Any organization, let's say you're a youth group or something, and you say, oh, this would be fun to do. In the summer, you can just let us know that you want to do it at a different time. We can make that arrangement for you. But in general, um, the places that have are going to be participating this year, we're dropping the beams off right after Easter, the week after Easter. And then about five weeks later, the week of May 23rd is probably when we'll be picking it up so we can just kind of count the money and things like that. So anybody, if you want to participate, if you think, oh, my group would would do pretty good with that, Mm -hmm. just um, call the Habitat office and I'll give you that number. It's 507-388-2081. And just say you want to participate in the Get on the Beam and Somebody will get you to Julianne. <laughs> okay. So if you are a business or a church or something
0: or exactly. some other nonprofit or whatever, and I know you mentioned a number of churches are participating as well, including the one I go to. Right. And so there will be a beam there, and I've seen it a l- enough times. There will be a beam with that little box on there, and you just put your money in there. Absolutely. And then you guys come and collect it later. So if you're out there listening and think maybe you could be a help to the Habitat for Humanity, please let them know by giving them a call at 388-2081 or if you can volunteer it sounds like they could really use your help as well absolutely and the the, the uh, website to go to to find out
1: yeah to it's, it's habitat SCMN org um, we're also you know on Facebook Twitter LinkedIn Instagram all of that so any of those ways are good ways to contact us,
0: and that stands for Habitat for Humanity. SCMN is for South Central Minnesota, is who, where we're covering, and um, and if you need, if, if you're in need of housing, they've got a house available in, in <laughs> Mapleton. It yes, sounds yep. like. What is the criteria? Is it financial? Is it size of family? Is it, is it what is the?
1: Yeah, um, there is income guidelines. You have okay. to make a certain amount um, in order to be able to afford the mortgage, Um, but it's, you know, for people who are lower income and who need affordable mortgages. So, um, and that's based on family size and income levels. So, uh, and then also just willingness to partner with Habitat and put in those sweat equity hours um, in exchange for a down payment.
0: And they need folks to volunteer at the restore as well. And uh, assume, like you said, you can put prices on things, you can cashier, you can... I don't know. Whatever.
1: Oh right, yeah. Just you um, know, sitting up front. If you know, pick you. up the items that we that they pick up in the big truck. Yeah, we've we had to do that in ours <laughs> as yeah. well. Yeah, and and think of us if you have doing a remodel and want to, you know, donate some items or um, you have leftover items from a remodel. Um, consider donating to Restore and you know recycling those materials.
0: We'll be stopping there soon. I'm just going to say, yeah. let you know. <laughs> it is only open Tuesday through Friday. Oh, good so. to know. It's Saturday. Tuesday through Saturday. Oh, okay. So So Tuesday through Saturday. Mm -hmm. And what are the hours generally? Um,
1: It's normally 10 to 6.
2: Okay. Good to know. So,
0: you know, you don't show up and nobody's there. And
2: if you're going to donate for, I saw that as in something, if you're going to donate maybe a large quantity of a particular thing, they actually wouldn't mind if you call in advance. (laughs) (laughs) So they know if they have a place to put (laughs) it, right? Right. And then again, I'll obviously call them if you want them to come pick up from your house.
0: Right, very, very good. We have been chatting with Kathy, Kathy Kaliske, a volunteer with the Habitat for Humanity, and Julianne Wiersma, who is the development manager with the Habitat for Humanity in South
1: Central Minnesota. Any final words from either of you that you'd like to share before I let you go? Well, thanks for having us on here, and we just want to thank the community. They've been so supportive. The organization's been around since the 70s, and I think they've accomplished a lot of really amazing things. So I think that's due to you know the community and those who are listening. Mm-hmm. And Kathy would love it if
0: you would call so she can bring you a beam. Are you the deliverer <laughs> of the beams? Yes. Okay, because <laughs> Sally Coombs used to do it for years and years. Yep. And, and so all of a sudden I thought, Kathy, I know ah. Kathy. So call her 507-388-2081 and ask for your beam, place of business, your church, your service organization, whatever it may be. They can certainly use your help. Thank you both for coming on the show. It's the 2022 Get in the Beam campaign with the Habitat for Humanity of South Central Minnesota, www.habitatscmn.org. They would appreciate hearing from you. Thank you both. Great. Thank you. Thanks, Karen. Right, you take care. Okay. we.